0: Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. Have you ever... Been inches away from achieving something that was really important to you. Well, 11 years ago, I thought I was almost there. I was dating a man, and our relationship was getting serious. And He was fun to be with. He was one of those people that lights up a room and was always soaking up as much joy as there was. And between you and me, I was hoping we were going to grow all together. One evening, we were out to dinner with friends. They proposed he go on a bike ride the next day. And I got this sick feeling in the pit of my stomach. And I asked him not to go. And I never did that. I asked him three times not to go. He made a joke. He said, he said, gonna be fine. So, he went. It was Mother's Day the next day, and I was with my mom. He sent me a text saying, so far, so good. And an hour later, our phones blew up. The message was, Deb needs to go to the hospital. And the next thing I know, I'm being led into a hospital room with an empty bed and a line of four strangers standing there. And they tell me the man I love had a heart attack and died. I had to call his loved ones and let them know. And when I called his best friend, he said to me, just so you know you were the love of his life, and he planned to propose to you in a few days. So, I'm 44 years old. I have never been married. I have never been engaged. And yet, in this strange kind of way, now I'm a widow. Sympathy cards began coming in the mail and I can tell from the tone of all of the sympathy cards that people believed this was my last shot at love. My own grandma started referring to me as that spinster. For me, I was at a crossroads. Was I going to go along with what everyone else was thinking or saying, or was I going to go in a different direction? And so I told myself, so you can live alone. You can give up on love and become a crazy cat lady. Or you can dream new dreams. And then I went, wait a minute, I'm allergic to cats, so... That's not going to work. And so, I decided, against all odds, that I was somehow, some way, going to marry the greatest guy in the whole wide world. So, several months later, I got to work. I imagined a life beyond my wildest dreams come true, a life of romance and travel and adventure. And I felt like I needed to take a step forward. And so what else could I do? I decided to go shopping. I told the saleswoman, I'm gonna marry the greatest guy in the world, and we're gonna be doing a lot of traveling, so I need a dress that doesn't wrinkle. I need shoes I can walk in all day. I even bought a piece of baby blue lingerie that said I do. The saleswoman, she looked at me, she looked at my ring finger with no engagement ring on it, and I, could tell she thought i was crazy but many dreams sound crazy until they come true every morning standing in my closet i would say out loud what do i want to be wearing when i meet the man i'm going to marry i mean besides the lingerie What was going on in my head? I had made a decision to move forward. Until you make a decision to move forward, nothing can happen with your dreams. But this time, I wasn't inches away. I was a long way away. And when you have a long way to go, Two things are important. First of all, you must be crystal clear about what it is you want. And second, you cannot give up. Many of you know we have a program called the High Trust Sales Academy. And in it, we ask people to be vulnerable about what is holding them back. One year, a man stood up and said, I don't want to call on big realtors wearing a cheap suit, but I don't want to buy a nice suit until I lose 20 pounds. This man was lacking clarity, and a lack of clarity can keep you from going forward. So, he got clear about his steps. He he memorized the scripts, started calling on big realtors, his income went up, he got excited about life, and he started losing weight. I will never forget the ecstatic text from him telling us that I am really nervous. No, that's not what the text said. The text said that he had made more money in a single year, in a single month than he had in the entire previous year. The truth about your dreams is that you're either going forward, you're stuck, or you're moving backwards. And it is a lack of clarity that can cause you to go get stuck or even move backwards. But it is the stories we tell ourselves that get in the way of clarity, but not giving up is equally as important. A woman I know got the word from her husband that it was time for her to go back to work, find a career to put their three kids, who were rapidly growing older, through college. So she, one of their children was special needs. So, she decided to go back to school, get a teaching degree to teach special needs children how to read. She was so excited. She sat in the front row. She got straight A's. She told the other students how lucky they were to be there. She even brought her professors, who were younger than her, apples, And that's what I call old-school dedication. She got her master's and landed her first job. She was so excited, but she didn't realize that the job they gave her was because no one else wanted it. She had 28 special needs students. And for every student, she had to meet with the write a 45-page report, meet with the teachers, the parents, and the professors for every single student. She lost her weekends to work. She started losing weight. She became depressed, and soon her depression became immobilizing. Just before the end of her first year, She lost her job, and then she fell into a nervous breakdown. What's really important about this story is that when she found herself in a dark place, she never gave up on her dreams. The road back took her a year and a half, and just as she was thinking about going back to to work, she gets a letter from the Board of Education saying that if she didn't have a full-time teaching job by the fall, that she would lose all of her credits and have to start her education all over again from the beginning. Talk about pressure. She, she interviewed dozens of times And three days before the deadline, she got a job. And it's going much better this time. She has 12 students and a teacher's aide. She made a really important decision. She decided to bring something of herself to her classrooms to have fun because she is and was a fun person. So today, she calls herself Miss. Ellen, queen of the book fairies, and she will not read to her class unless she's wearing her crown. What is really important about this story is that she never gave up on her dreams. And this journey from beginning to end took her 13 years to complete. Most people don't have dreams that bring them alive. Even then, many fear failing or compromise the dream to play it safe. The Harris Poll, which has been conducting a happiness survey for the last 13 years, says only 31% of Americans are happy. Why is that? Often it's because we let others' expectations or demands define what we will be. We pick a career to please our parents. We work with people we really don't like. We take our wives on date nights to make them happy. We, we don't go forward with purpose. We are not fully invested in the moment, which is oftentimes why we don't go forward at all. For example, what about those pesky New Year's resolutions? Did you know 92% of people fail to accomplish their New Year's resolutions? Why is that? What is it about us that we set a goal that we're all fired up about, January 1st, and then that goal just fizzles out, just loses its passion, doesn't mean anything anymore? According to U.S. News and World's reports, 80% of people fail their New Year's resolutions by the second week in February. Why is that? What happens to the 92% of us who wake up fired up January 1st about some gold and then we just stop believing, stop achieving? Well, for most of us, We are setting our goals based on fear and pain. We're afraid of losing our job, so we resolve to hustle more. We're afraid of losing our spouse, so we resolve to do a date night more often. We're afraid of gaining weight, so we resolve to go to the gym. Any of you have been to the gym in February, first of all, good for you. And second, you know I'm right. There's no one else there. If you want to achieve your dreams, you need to start with big, beautiful, amazing dreams, dreams that bring you alive. When you think small, your motivation tends to stay small too. So, we're going to start with a little exercise. And the question I want all of you to answer is, what brings you alive? That's so important, I'm going to ask you again. What brings you alive? For some people, it's apparently easy. They're Metallica fans, and that's it. Or they love cats or motorcycles. But I'm asking you to go deeper. So we're going to do a quick exercise. It's fun, not too hard. So let's go. I want you to think of the three best moments of your life. If you need to go all the way back to childhood, maybe it was a bike you got and the freedom it represented made it one of the best days of your life. Or maybe it was a graduation you thought you'd never get to, or maybe it was your wedding day. But whatever it is, I want you to write down on the piece of paper in front of you the three best moments of your life. I'm going to give you just a few minutes, so everyone go. Okay. Now, I would like for you to think back. What are year-to-date, the three best moments of your year. Maybe it was a big sale, a promotion you never thought you'd get. But whatever it is, think about the three best moments of the year. give you a few more seconds. Scott. All right. So, now, I want you to think about the three best moments of the week. So, was it a phone call from an old friend, getting an attaboy or attagirl at work, or maybe some unexpected family time? But whatever it was, write down the three best moments of the week. Go. Okay, looks like most of you are done. So now, I'd like for you to look at those three lists of three items each, as if you're looking at them for the very first time. What do those nine things have in common? What are you doing when you come to life? Are you alone in a group? Are you with your family? Are you at work? Are you out in nature? But whatever it is, try to find three common elements that most of your nine items share. Okay, so now, Turn to your neighbor, try to pick someone you don't know and tell them what three things bring you to life and then ask them to return the favor and share what three things bring them to life. Everybody go. Okay. Awesome, so who would like to share what three things bring them to life? Pills.
1: Hey Deb. Hi. Thanks. Um, so I keep grabbing the mic each day. You guys have to step up. That's all I gotta say. Raise those hands. Um, it was really interesting to look at this and this is a great exercise and I wonder, and we found with my partner, we found a, uh, a big similarity in, in what we came up with. Um, I look back at my life going way back uh, at the top of my list is the birth of my daughters, of course. Mm. So, um, really, really big. Uh, and the kids were big. My my daughter was, you know, came in at ten six, and the second one was nine eight and eight six. They're huge. Uh, Viking children. Uh, second family brandings. We grew up on a cattle ranch. So uh, we had a lot of time with uh, all of our neighboring families, and those, those moments were, were big for me. And then traveling, um, and specifically, I, I spent a lot of time traveling the world ski racing. So I, I look at that as those are the highlights of my life. As we go down the list and look at the moments of the year, uh, meeting my girlfriend... Number one, High Trust Academy, Todd, wherever you are in the back, thank you. Um, And then um, moving into a new home, it's great. Um, This week, uh, coming to San Diego with my girlfriend, she's working in the room. Aha moments regarding planning, thank you everybody for. Reminding me that time blocking is important, and number three, and I'd really like to call this out. Wherever you are, Dan Chetta, your interview for me, thumbs up, brother. That was awesome. Uh, highlight the thing—the the thing that came along with this: family, travel, learning. Love it.
0: So, awesome.
1: Thank, thank you, you.
0: Thank you for yeah. sharing. So for me, my three were creative endeavors, my family and intentional play and adventure. I have a lot more dreams and goals around lots of other big things, but those three bring me to life. So how do you take that energy and turn it into a purposeful life? Well, according to psychology today, the purpose-driven life is arguably the best life, and now new research says it is also a longer one researchers compared mortality rates with the purpose life scores and found that those who died were twice as likely to have had the lowest scores. So now not only is living intentionally and purposefully a happier, more fulfilling life, but now it is also a longer one. So how do you take Your dreams and turn them into a purposeful life. I believe that goals come from your head and that dreams come from your heart. I believe that goals are very logical and easy to figure out your next step. And I believe that dreams are more impossible and hard to figure out and take a lot of really great faith. Dreams and goals are both really important, but today we're talking about dreams, those crazy things that give you a life, those things that make your purpose so fulfilling. So, it is time to start naming and visualizing our dreams. When my love died, I took down my dream board and put up a new dream board. And I gave myself the opportunity to think, if anything was possible in the whole world, what would my life look like? And what I'm telling you is that the impossible is closer than we realize. That we get so bogged down with life and the noise and the business that sometimes it's, it's, we forget to dream and to dream big. So, I don't know how many of you have seen the movie Raiders of the Lost Ark. Can I see a show of hands? Well, you'll remember the scene at the end where the Ark is stored in a wooden box. And the camera pulls back and shows this vast cavernous warehouse filled with identical wooden boxes. Well, what neuroscientists have learned is that our brains are like that. Our brains are like those warehouses in Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, I know some of you probably can't remember where you put your car keys yesterday, but that's not actually the problem. What neuroscientists have learned is that our brains remember everything, essentially like that warehouse in Raiders of the Lost Ark. That the problem isn't remembering your car keys or your dreams, the problem is finding those car keys or your dreams in the vast inventory of everything else you have to remember. Which is why it is so important to have something, a visual representation of your dreams, so that you, something you see every single day, something that makes you feel alive. When my love died, I decided that I was going to go for it and come up with a, a new life and new beginnings. And so I created a dream board that had everything that would bring me to life. Love, relationships, work. I pictured a woman on a series of adventures, open to life, having fun. And I was looking for love, and I didn't know if he'd be short, or fat or whatever. But I knew his spirit of the man I was going to hopefully one day marry. So I put a picture on my dream board of a man sitting at an airport, Uh, sophisticated yet, yet bold and adventurous. And isn't it crazy how much that guy looks like my husband Todd? And I didn't just have a dream board. My dream board was 10 feet long and six feet high. I wanted a huge dream board because I wanted a huge life. But don't just take my word for it. Katy Perry was nine years old when her teacher asked her class to do a collage of their dreams. So Katie put on her dream board winning a Grammy. And while she hasn't won one yet, she's been nominated 13 times. And then there's Sarah Blakely, who owns Spanx. She wanted to be a lawyer, but failed the LSAT, so had to sit back and reimagine a new life for herself. So, she envisioned and wrote on her dream board that she wanted to produce and sell a product to a lot of people and she wanted a business that didn't need her to be present while it was selling products. Today, she's worth a billion dollars and gives her dream board a lot of credit. And then there's Jerry Seinfeld, So he has his version of a vision board. It's a wall calendar of the entire year. And every day he writes, he puts a red circle around the date and tells himself, don't break the chain. And that visual circle, the chain of of circles, that visual image, every day reminds him to keep his priorities, his priorities, And he does that from year to year. Then there's Denzel Washington. He was in a tough season in his life. He had flunked out of school and was considering joining the military. His father was a pastor, and his mother owned a beauty supply salon. So one day he was at his mother's salon when he noticed an old woman staring at him in the mirror. And she screamed for someone to bring her a piece of paper and a pen and wrote on a blue envelope that Denzel would travel the world and speak to millions of people. She said she was a Christian woman and that this was a prophecy from God. But he carried that envelope in his pocket for years, and said it was a turning point in his life. It was hope that he could have his crazy life, his dreams come true, because sometimes it's so easy when you hit a speed bump, when life throws you a curveball. It's so easy to think this is all we're gonna get and that that at those moments when life gets hard and you feel like maybe you don't have hope anymore, you feel like you're getting older, people stop believing in you and they want to put you out to pasture, that is the time it is most important to dig deep in your heart and come up with some crazy, big, fat, amazing dreams. When my love died, I found a picture in a magazine of a little boy having a magical moment with an elephant. And what really attracted me to this picture was the connection between the elephant and this boy. It looked to me like he was reading the elephant story. So I put this picture on my dream board and Within the year, I found myself on an adventure in Thailand. I went out of my way to visit an elephant sanctuary and feed the elephants. But the last day of my trip, I was watching the sunset and relaxing when walking down the beach came an elephant. And I couldn't resist, I went right up to the elephant. And the next thing I know, I probably looked insane, but I was petting the elephant, sobbing, telling (laughs) this animal the story of losing my love. And all of a sudden, I look, and the elephant had tears streaming down his cheeks. I believe there is magic in life, but you've got to be specific about what it is that really brings you alive. It's so easy in a business that so consumes us with family and all of the noise and all of the responsibilities, And I don't want your life to pass you by. It ticks by so quickly. And it's so important that we have such clarity around what what it is we want to do, why we're here, what is the purpose for all of this. And I believe a dream board, any visual representation of those things that come from your heart, those things that for years have haunted you and won't let go of you, whether it's having a child or finding a love or starting a charity, but that passion that you have makes every cell in your body vibrate. It puts light in your eyes. I believe it is the key to making the impossible possible, and nobody else has to believe in your dreams. Trust me, everyone thought I was crazy. They wanted to put me out to pasture because I didn't fit the the norm of how life is going to go, but what I'm telling you is you have more power than you know. Your dreams matter, and it would be tragic for all of you to not pursue those and go after those with everything you've got. So, now that you know what brings you to life, I want you to start with the list you just created, and I want you to come up with your three top goals, and then start collecting images and words that excite you, something that brings you alive. Uh, For me, I have a picture on my dream board of Carl and Iris Apfel at 94 and 101, I love this picture because they are so alive. They've been married forever, and they're not sitting in a rocking chair drooling. They're living passionately. So, I'm a vision fanatic long before I ever met Mr. Duncan. I have pictures up in my bathroom. I have photos in my wallet. Everywhere I go, I want to be reminded of my dreams. That's why I'm here. That's why you're all here, too. If you are alive and you have a heartbeat, you've got stuff you've got to do. Not just go to work, not just pay your bills, but those deep passions. That's why we're here. So Todd and I walked into recently a dim sum restaurant in Sydney, Australia. And it is the first time I've ever seen a business have their dream board displayed for what they want their customer experience to be like. Todd and I have a couple's dream board that we created when we first got engaged. And it has been so critical in all of the decisions and values and priorities, all the ups and downs of life, we keep going back to our dream board. So after you have a dream board, it's really important that you share that with your partner, whoever that is. It's also critical that you find someone in your life that can hold you accountable, whether it's a business colleague or a friend or your spouse. So, this is not hocus-pocus. This is about super intentional choices. And every day, now that you have the list of three things that bring you to life, Come up with five daily activities that will be deposits you put in your bank account to reach that best life. Uh, For me, my five in the creative area of my life are read, write, learn, ask questions, and file stories. So, recently, I was... Uh, At a track meet, Uh, one of those incredibly, with those big, incredible Kleague lights that light up the night sky, and right in the middle of a really big race, the power went out. And the entire field was plunged into darkness. Everyone gasped and held their breath, assuming that the lights would soon come back on. And when they didn't, people started to boo. And after a while, even the biggest booers, I guess, realized that it wasn't helping anything. And so the place got quiet. And something extraordinary happened. We could all hear, but not see, the sound of track shoes hitting the surface. And so the coaches and staff and audience closest to the track each got out their cell phone and created this band of light, this illumination that let us all see that in the pitch black, those kids were still racing each other. It was an extraordinary moment and one that made me realize that the point is to not give up and to keep going forward. If the audience doesn't get it, don't worry about them. Focus on you and your dream. Oscar Hammerstein once wrote, if you don't have a dream, how are you gonna have a dream come true? So many of us give up on our dreams. So many of us hide our dreams from the people closest to us. So I want you to dream big. I want your dream to be your nar- North. I want a gravitational pull for you towards that dream to be so strong you can barely hold on. If you don't have a dream, how are you gonna have a dream come true? The best time to start thinking about 2020 is right here, right now. Will you do it? Will you do it? Will you make a commitment to yourself today to dream big and go for it. I love you, I believe in you, I wanna help you win in business and in life and let's go forward together, thank you.
1: Hey, thanks for being part of today's episode. I've got a special gift for you, I to make sure you are aware of. I just released a 25-page ebook entitled, The Five Irrefutable Principles of a High-Performance Business. These five principles are game-changing. There's a lot of methods towards success, but if you ignore the principles, it's very, very hard to know that those methods will work. Go to the show notes below. Just click on the link, download this 25-page ebook, and see what kind of impact it can make in your business and your life.